0: to the walkout live and today we're at a very very special location and i'm so excited i'm here with my buddy mark the menace young and we are nope, at the skunk masters lounge is that the official name or is it the skunk lounge
1: uh, it's the skunk masters lounge
0: the skunk Master, the skunk masters lounge it's so
1: actually the lounge by skunk masters
0: the lounge by skunk masters yeah that's
2: good that's, that's i gotta remember
0: yeah that. i like that and today we have some really special guests. I'm really excited yes, to get these guys on the show. It's been uh, a while. We've been yeah, trying. I yeah. love these dudes. It's been a while. Sitting with us right now, to my right, Turtle Estrada, and then right over on his right, Mikey Reyes, Malicious, Mr. Malicious, and Turtle, Man's awesome. On. The Yo, malicious one and the menace, all at the same table. Yes, we are, man. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. What a great room this is. So, how long has the lounge been open here at the at over here at Skunk Masters?
1: Uh, I want to say it's been open for what how many like 6 months that, now?
3: Less yeah a little less than 6 months so it's been open for it's pretty recent you know that it opened up. Right. The yeah.
0: whole cannabis lounge thing's kind of a new concept that it's like but they're just starting to kind of pop up and this is a really nice. Really yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, they're starting to pop up over here. We got um what's referenced to as the Green Mile here in Port Wyneemi. Yeah, that's Channel good. Islands Boulevard, reference to as the Green Mile because okay. right from the start right over here Channel Islands Boulevard and Ventura Road from right there heading westbound towards the beach, you got dispensaries all all down this. Right. Not all of them have a lounge. Uh, a couple of them do. Um but yeah, that's one of the things that took a little bit for this lounge to open up. Yeah, you guys look around, you guys see everything in here. Yeah. It's super nice. It's clean. Um yeah, it took a lot of work to put this together for them. Um, but shout out to Skunk Masters for making it happen. It's super nice in here.
2: Oh, yeah. It, I noticed, you know, as soon as you come in, it's it's super spacious. Um, you know, there's two sides to it. And, you know, that makes it like even more. You know, there's so much stuff you can do in here. Um, beautiful display. Everything is set up in here. You know, looking forward to coming here when like the actual hours are, are open.
1: So what are the hours of, of operation? right now the hour, hours of operation are gonna be Monday through Thursday they open at 5 p.m and they stay open till about 10 o'clock okay they do last call at 9 pm and then you know run it down from there right uh Friday Saturday Sunday it opens I believe 2 p.m okay uh-huh. nice. so a little bit funner for the weekends
3: oh okay. yeah
2: yeah give you a little bit of time come in here and hang out
1: yeah and then yeah. they they always have like they, they've been having like little activities going on in here they have a paint night uh they have game nights mario kart night okay um you know you can jump in on the festivities with that and they usually have product reps in here as well um oh. you know doing their thing repping oh, their yeah. products stuff. that's smart I think yeah they, they got yeah. a lot of little things going on in here and um yeah it's it's pretty cool it's a it's a whole vibe
0: Wow, I think this is the first time I've seen pool tables in a in a for sure. cannabis lounge for Well, that's the fun. first thing I noticed that theres
2: pool tables in here, and you know you know when you're chilling out, that gives you one thing that you definitely want to do besides you know probably play video games and or watch something cool on tv and movies and you guys have it all covered
0: do you notice that little tiny dartboard right behind sure? you sure i was just about <laughs> to mess with it before we started thanks taller than you man i was already messing with it already <laughs> yeah right on so you guys both are really um kind of involved over here through viper security right uh
1: yeah yeah so um we're we're here at the skunk masters location through viper security um we're the security group that takes care of them right here nice. uh this is a uh, viper's um you know first and main meet account um but viper also gets involved with um other events throughout the community um we got a couple other little gigs going on and um yeah low key it's been you know it's been work in progress and stuff and we've been with this uh with these guys for a cool little minute now and and uh little little by by little little by little um you know, myself and uh, Michael here have been have been working ourselves up in this uh, Viper thing. Right. And, um, you know, they've been taking care of us. Also, uh, Viper and Skunk Masters do, um, they, you know, they sp- sponsor Michael, Malicious Reyes, right? Oh, here. Yeah. yeah. They sponsor uh, my brother, Froggy Estrada. Right. Uh, that's it, yeah. a pretty well-known name right there. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, yeah you know, they they sponsored uh, guys that play softball or baseball. They, they do a lot of sponsoring here in the community, and that's what's kinda helped my bond grow with them. Oh, for and, sure. And um, yeah, I mean, going right off of that, when we get these big events put together and you know, I need maybe like 60 people, 70 people up there. Um, you know, my favorite guys to go to is, I remember when I was wrestling in college, I remember Meathead Movers. Oh yeah. And oh Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. you guys remember that? All the football players would be for out sure. there. You know, it lets them go to school, it lets them get a little bit of money from work and you know it just keeps them busy mm. and
0: and it's kind of it's the kind of work where they kind of get a little bit of a workout too they're yeah. able to use their muscle and keep you know it
1: goes right along with flex it. going. and um yeah i uh for me as far as me now where, where they got me with this um with viper i i love recruiting mma guys you know i remember competing all the time and trying to compete the most and and being at 100% but I mean, now I can imagine it's a little bit tougher. I mean, we live in California. Things are a little bit more expensive. And, um, you know, going along with that, I I love that they they let me open the door to to give security work to guys in this industry, in this field. Because they're already physical, but they're also like the most calmly demeanored guys because right. they're in the gym and they get their aggressions out yeah they get it all out and then they're they're in a whole different mental state too they're just like you know zen out usually for sure and and um, yeah they're usually mellow guys so yeah definitely if there's anybody out there listening you're an athlete you don't have to be an MMA fighter any type of athlete basketball player you're trying trying to stay committed to your game but you need you need a little bit of extra income here and there we got events going on year round. I always got some gaps to fill. Um, we have a website, ViperSecurityInc.com. Dope. You um, can contact me through there, and, yeah, you know, let's stay in touch and um, do this together.
0: I guarantee you're going to get at least a couple of phone oh, calls because sure. most of our listeners are fighters. Yeah, they're fighters, a lot so of a, now, Hell, yeah. Because a lot of what we talk about is that preparation and going, getting ready to go to the walkout because generally the general public doesn't see anything about you that's real until that moment when you're walking out, and then there's no denying what happens between – when you leave the locker room and when you yeah. have the cage, walk out doors yeah, yeah getting
3: brain. five from fight to fight when you're an amateur and you're not getting no money mm-hmm. and then to a pro where you're getting like maybe a few hundred bucks your pro debut right. like and you're spending thousands of dollars in training nutrition and stuff you you want to get some work right you know and, yeah. and you know to what Turtle's saying you know ath- athletes are 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 different than you know most people not to say that people can't train themselves but to have a discipline in, in like a sport to, to aspire to put yourself out there in front of a crowd and you know regardless of the sport that you're that you're playing and to to able to follow through and to commit and, and deliver is is you know so a, a trait that athletes have and, and it's good to have those type of people in security like situations you know especially yeah. when you're talking big crowds big events and how tensions are nowadays like you want somebody to be able to confront you know pe- people that that are you know doing wrong or, or you know that j- just need to be confronted yeah. so you know ath- athletes you know w- yeah. more yeah, than definitely.
1: That's and that's where like that right there that example is like one of the prime spots where you'll see a guy with athletic experience shine through you, sure? you know you got you're in a, a an event there's like Five hundred people around you, and you got this guy being belligerent, mm-hmm. and everybody looks at you to be the guy to go tell him something. You know that's a big make or break. Some guys will just shake and stand in place and not move, right? Or as when the spotlight hits, you have a guy you know used to be in the used to being in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. He'll come through and he'll shine out. He'll he'll oh, you know what? That's what you need me to do. All right, I'll go I'll go talk to this guy right now. Yeah, and they don't crack or wither or get too anxious under underneath all those eyes on them
2: no kinks in the armor when when you have um when you have men that come from mixed martial arts which gives you like confidence it gives you the ability to communicate gives you the ability to like diffuse situations or we can turn it up Mm -hmm. you know that's it's it's whatever you want to do but i think that you guys are right when you have um a security detail where most of the dudes on detail are fighters they still fight now you guys are still active fighters active training so it makes it even that much better uh when you're out there you guys can diffuse the situation quickly with one man or it can be 3 of them it could be like hey bro chill out you know let's just keep this real cool comp- cop aesthetic you guys have a good time or if it's going to get rowdy I'm sure that if there was two or three dudes, and it's you two, they're they're gonna have a bad day. Yeah. No matter how they look at it, it's because yeah. they're not trained enough to even move quickly, think quickly enough to deal with what you guys can deliver. So I I think that's really cool for any other fighters out there who hear, um, you know, what Turtle's telling you, what Mike's telling you. They're saying that you know, a they're looking for guys who are are, are fighters. Who have that same mentality they do so that you can come beyond a good detail.
0: The discipline and problem solving skills for sure. like that's a big part yeah. of it. And other sure. people freeze when you get put in those positions. You could see it even when you're there and you're not working an event and you see stuff start to get crazy mm-hmm. there's people that wanna help there's people that wanna pile on and then there's people who just completely freeze and sometimes you don't really know who those people are until they're they, they're you know facing a situation for sure the fighters yeah. have fa- faced the situation
1: yeah. yeah and then i mean aside from even confrontational issues like that fighters are in the gym you know sparring's going on things are gonna happen there's gonna be a bloody nose somebody might get dropped right somebody might pop an ankle you know something like that and everybody you know that because it's in the gym and environment they are used to like right you don't really see any hiccups like oh hey let's uh get him let's uh pick his legs up wake him up right Uh, let's get an ice pack pull him off to the side let's get an ice pack on there let's get you wrapped up Right, right. same same reactions happen when when we're out in these events. Dude see somebody not go down, uh, runs over, jumps on the radio. Hey, hey, tur, turt, I got somebody over here. They went down. I'm gonna try to figure out what's going on. I don't know if it's he or they're they're feeling faint. I'll get you more details right now. Send a crew my way. I'm in this I'm in this zone by this booth. Okay, cool. So then I jump on my line get paramedics start heading out there as the details come in right and that's a difference between you know you know freezing uh flight or flight flight yeah yeah, it it's yeah a lot of times <laughs> it is the
0: difference between life and death too
1: and to yeah. them to the fighter it's usually like or any athlete any athlete it's usually no thing you know they've experienced this out there in competition you know he teammate goes down crapping hey coach coach and, you know, that's kind of like first aid stuff, low key. It's like, what's it, what do you do? You check the scene for safety and then you call for help.
0: Do you still get the adrenaline rush when, when they're like, if something breaks out where you're and you're there, like working detail or whatever, does it, does do you still get that adrenaline rush? It's like rush?
1: a super controlled adrenaline rush now.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: like even with like anything, like it's bad situations, uh, health situations, it's just like, boom, it's there. Poof, and then it's like, all right, energy is there. It's time to react. Let's right
2: time to bust that so mike i was i was wondering like it seems like turtle you've been at, at this for a long time how long have you been on detail
3: on security detail i started security 2019 right. so i have I'm, I'm pretty new to the game like turtle's right. been been in security for for a while you know what you were working bars and
1: bars and comedy club, 20, clubs, okay. 20 uh, like what
3: 2015 yeah i started about 2015. Wow. yeah i've
0: got yeah. to hang out with both of you in the back uh, of the comedy club at wow right. yeah that was security really cool <laughs> yeah
3: but you know 2019 i started doing that because because i i was a full-time fighter and because mm. i needed needed money and and security like my first day that i worked it was uh at, at a at a bar comedy you know levity live copper blues and turtle and one of my other teammates guyo got me got me on there and it was like all right it's new year's new year's eve party and i'm like okay didn't know what to expect it was wild oh, wow! <laughs> and, and, and it's you know one of those those <laughs> events that that make you or break you and that's when i knew like oh i'm super good at this yeah because de-escalating people confronting people um you know it's, it's a it's a mental it's a mental thing you have to be mentally strong and and, and you know we refer to it as like mental judo it's like you know you're, you're fighting as a puzzle it's like a like a puzzle like any you know like you got to be able to calm somebody down and see their point and speak to them while the confrontation is like happening and a lot of right. people freeze or they can't like you know people have arguments even me like i'll have like you know discussions or debates and then at the end i'm like oh i should have said this i should have said that but in the moment hey. i just didn't come to me as quick as i as i wanted to access it and you know so um that that type of stuff you you can't hesitate because you know it's it's that fight or flight mode and that night like i really learned you know like how to like go (laughs) hands-on and you know (laughs) kick people out because you know that the bar setting is crazy like we've been i've been here for almost three years and it's and, and you know stoners and And drunks are two totally different, Different two totally different beasts, you know.
0: I've seen, I've seen the copper side get crazy in the past. Uh, I was gonna say when, when you brought up comedy, that usually comedy's pretty safe. But then when you said comedy New Year's Eve, that's like taking all the rules out. Like that's, you know what I mean? That's bare knuckle. Yeah, bare knuckle, naked. Everybody do whatever you want. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. it's gonna get wild. Uh,
1: Mike's, Mike's first day with me wasn't the easiest for sure. Yeah, for sure. that i was yeah. like yeah man just know like if you need security work you got it lined up all day like tonight was a hard night well Damn, three, that's cool.
0: three of us were at the comedy club for new year's this year yeah. and there was no issues so no no it was actually very.
2: i, I was there it was actually pretty chill I, I noticed that you you guys both as um as being fighters um i know from both you guys history you guys you know are solidified dudes who you know come from the streets know what's up um most dudes from the streets don't have the ability to carry guns. Um, and you guys look like you guys have took care of all your business because both of my guys are here. They're strapped up. They're ready for work. So <laughs> yeah. in doing that, you, you, that that just shows me that you guys, although being from the street, being tough, being able to take care of your business, you guys also handle the real business, which is getting your guard cards being able to carry weapons, not having, like, felonies that stop you from doing those type of things. So how is that for you guys both, like, to be those type of men?
3: I I think, like, the... I'm a professional fighter. Mm. So I think that reflects, that should be reflected on everything I do. Right. I do everything at a professional level. I'm sure Turtle feels the same way. Right. Like the way you, you carry your, yourself in one aspect, you should carry across all others. So I think like that that discipline, it's it's not it's not easy, like, right. you know, or it's not like, I mean, it's common sense once you learn, but it's like step by step to get your, your guard card to to take the courses to for your firearms permit to wait those those times and yeah. to be patient and then to you know finally get it and have to know you know be aware of the rules and you know mm. like stuff like that like it's, it takes discipline it takes you know focus it takes you know studying it takes uh repetitions like i said you co- confronting people things are different when you have a firearm like. right you know, you have to be a lot more responsible, you know, with with great power comes great responsibility, they say. And, and, you know, you have a firearm on you. You have to be responsible.
0: I would think for a normal person, ha- having the firearm would make you feel even more anxiety about situations you know what i mean <laughs> like i'm afraid if i it was carrying a firearm and stuff started going down i might just be like i might just throw it and go here have it i'm i'm not made for this <laughs> well I, I think that that's where like he said it,
2: it takes a lot of like discipline yeah um you know skill a lot of those things so you know i i taught all my children how how you know because i've used i've been good with five had my license since i was like mm-hmm. 18 years old, first got a shotgun, got 21, got handguns. So now all the way up, I know a lot about it. So that helps me teach my children. So I made them all go through firearm training when they hit like 10, 11 years old. And then now my son, he's 10. So now it's like he's the next step. He's the one I've been training. So it is important. Why? Because um, you know you got firearm safety mm-hmm. first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. You would rather somebody else teach your child or somebody else on, on the street about a weapon, and then th- it be the wrong way. You could teach them at home the right way.
0: Or worse, they get a hold of it without anybody teaching them anything For about sure. it. For sure. Yeah, it they, see, really they see it in
3: movies. There. Like they're they're gonna be interested in them. Mm-hmm. For and, sure. And you know if you're not answering their questions, they're gonna find somebody that does. And then who knows what their firearm right. safety protocols are, like, if they follow them, <laughs> you know, then, yeah. then I've heard a lot of stories of people that, like, will think a gun is unloaded and shoot it and they're pointed it yeah. towards somebody or themselves and they shoot themselves, they shoot somebody right. else. And, and you know you got to be responsible for that and teaching your kids is, is important I have two infants right now and I'm like right. I want them to learn about about weapons because you don't want to yep. you don't want to ever have to use a gun in self-defense and to defend your life but but uh, but you rather be on the, on the, you don't want to be on the business end of the gun. Yes, you do. And the world's know?
0: changing a lot, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. bad guys with guns. That's yeah. the real truth. Sure. Yeah, the,
1: the bad guys don't follow the rules, man. Right, that's yeah, the, they're not. That's the craziest thing, you know. They don't follow the rules, and they got them. Um, but yeah, to to what you were saying, Mark, uh, yeah, definitely, like, like, how does it feel, like, to be these guys? I just feel like, uh, you know, shout out to my parents. I feel like they, right. they raised me right. Like, um, you know just being like honestly, I never thought about like the whole guns thing, nothing. Right. And then there, that's when I got into security work, and um, and you know, that's when it was like, oh, well, you know, you the next level up is you get your guard card or you get a CCW and stuff. Right. And I'm like, oh, I can, can I even can I buy one? Yeah, right. That was my first thing. I grew up like traditional Mexican household, there was just like a it was just a. Uh, my grandpa just had a shotgun and a and a like a thirty oh six. Ready to go. One was for the doves. The other one was for the for the cows and the pigs. Damn. That that was it. That's that, real. That's all I knew about it. It was just like, all right, these are for for hunting. And then uh, of course, then you know, like you said, we grew up in the hood a little bit. You know, right. had to experience little things out there. And then, and then that was the next uh, conception. You know, of, of that stuff was. When I'm in middle school, I, I just thought, like, it was a thing for gangbangers. There's no sure. reason for me to have one. I'm not a right. gangbanger. Right. My parents kept me out of that stuff. It was always school and sports. So then, you know, that that's that was, I was like, man, that's what I, I how I perceived it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I get older, and then it's like, get into security, and they're like, oh, yeah, you, you just go buy, go sign up, get one. You don't have anything, like, on your record, right? I'm like, uh, no. Right. And they're like, yeah, bro, you can go buy one and then get into these industries. Mm, I was uh, so i went did the paperwork and stuff i uh, actually got taken when our friends took me and and then yeah and then they would take me to the range uh, uh shout out uh and uh, uh rest in peace refugio sifu Refugio. okay he was over here at uh at uh shooter's paradise and then he, he kind of helped me out a lot like kind of getting my aim down and stuff because you when you qualify you got to be able to Should be able to shoot. Right. So yeah, he helped me out with that stuff. And then yeah, next thing you know, I I got the ball rolling and and got it going. But yeah, that, that that's the biggest thing is I I feel like a lot of it, like being this guy, being able to form myself to this guy. Right. That's shout out to my parents for the way they raised me.
2: Right. I like that. I like that. That's cool. And I, I think it's awesome that you, uh, open, open the doors for your brothers to come in, like, you know, come in the door, yeah. you know, Mikey, he's able to work and provide for his family outside of, of the ring, uh, outside of the cage. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a, a great feat, man. Cause not everybody does that. Um, that, that bounces to another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about in this, uh, city that we live in, which is Oxnard, California, Ventura County. Um, yeah to be two really good fighters who great fighters who come from um this area it's like a lot of adversity trying to you know it's not like a lot not a lot of people work together to uh, make things happen so i think that that's a, a it's a big deal that you opened up so you can help your brothers and help other fighters yeah it just Bridges doesn't happen here yeah. a lot and, and what do you guys yeah. think about that because we all come i was born and raised here just like yeah. you guys what do you think about that
3: uh, i mean i i've seen what different communities do with their fighters right and it's not to the scale that i see here is, is the way i'm gonna put it simple right uh frog and turtle are out of fillmore you know which is a which is uh you know a city down the way and well, the first time I, I I fought with alongside one of them, this half the crowd was 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 Fillmore. Yeah. And and you know like the, the communities behind them, the community supports them. Uh, both have supported both of them, and will always support them. I mean, what you guys are in the Hall of Fame? I went, to, you know, yeah. I went with them yes. a couple of years ago to the Hall of Fame induction for the city and stuff because they wow. did great things. Uh, representing their their city you know yeah and i feel like i i carry a lot of pride being from here because i think like it's a hard knocks out here and and, and you gotta you gotta be a thick skin to make it out here so right. I, I have pride in that and that's the way i see my community i see everybody out here working hard working one job hard labor working two jobs hard labor and and something you get on the side just to put food on your table right. and, and you know i i appreciate that and, and you know i'm down with that and and um and you know i i love to represent that so you know when i fight and and they announce that uh, you know i'm from oxford california i carry a lot of pride right but when other people i i feel like that that doesn't get across to everybody or, yep. or, I, or you know that pride isn't reflected from is reflected from me to my city but not for my city to you Damn. me, so right. you know, he said um, that really well.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, for me, it, it is a little different out here, like uh, to a Michael mentioned. You know, it's uh, I grew up in Fillmore, yeah. Shout out Fillmore straight because yeah. that's where my yeah. daughter's
2: from. So, Fillmore is, is a good place, yeah,
1: man. I, I love Fillmore, I love Fillmore, you know, and uh, yeah, shout out to the community, shout out Big Joe Woods over there. um uh, yeah man we we grew up right there we knew we knew where we grew up and and uh, uh well, i remember being kids with my brother and we we kind of set out on a mission we're like ah oh, we're gonna try to do it bigger than and like than even people think we could do it out here wow. right? I, I don't know why i got some crazy idea in my head and i was like oh we're gonna go big watch we're gonna do a little bit bigger and then hopefully whoever comes up after us does it bigger yeah uh, that, that's always been my thought process my belief um that's you know, kind of
0: like, how our mentality's always been. There's room for everybody at the table. Everybody yeah. can eat. So yeah, kind of look out for each other. Kind of
1: go around. That, that's yeah, there's, enough. there's yeah. enough.
2: Yeah, you know, there's enough. I think um, with you having Fillmore have your back, that in it being a small, you know, small community, a very powerful community because I, I, you know, lived in Fillmore for a little while with you know when I first had my daughter and um, it, everyone knows everyone in that area.
1: Yo, how squad, it's tribe right there, They right?
2: know everybody, like when I first got there, they knew that I was basically like, I think like the second black guy in the city. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad thing. It was just like
0: there it, was a text from city yeah, council. Yeah, it was. Everyone knew, know.
2: so I could go to the market. I could go around, and, and it wasn't like everybody was gonna look at me crazy. It's because my my wife at the time she was Spanish, of course. She she was like, yeah, everybody knows who you are. They know what house you came from. They know that's why nobody's looking at you like you're crazy because they already know that where you come from. That is a small community, and every, my my daughter still lives there. She goes. School of Fillmore High, so uh, and I'm happy for that because, in that since she was two years old, everybody f- at at IHOP to Yanni's to wherever, if she walks in, they're like, Oh, hi, Maya,
1: Yo, yeah. that's yeah, it's Fillmore. The language right there, Matt. And I mean, I, I can t- take it back to high school, right? Talk about uh, every Friday, Friday football game Fridays. Um, you know me. Me and the guys, we're pulling up to IHOP. Right, we're, we're there early in the morning before school, and they already know. Oh, you guys got a big game today, huh? <laughs> Extra pancakes for your table. Yeah. So, right on. We will be right there. Get the whole table. A couple of us grub down, and then out to school. Wow. It's almost
0: like how you see with Texas football. How they because in uh, in Texas they treat high school football it's like big deal. the way they yeah. treat an NFL player in you know a lot of the cities it's a big sure. that. but yeah that's really cool Yeah, um, I wanted to mention something too uh, you talked about how how Fillmore will travel I went to one of the combate uh, one of the combate promotions that was way the hell out there like in a desert and Mikey fought that night yeah, Redlands. Froggy oh, fought yeah, that Redlands. dude how many people from Fillmore showed up that yeah, night uh, that was half the crowd one third the city They should have just done it at the Fillmore football stadium, not drag everybody all the way out there because there was more people there supporting you guys than there was than there was for everybody else.
1: Yeah. And then that was was people. Some people didn't even make it. There was like a huge traffic jam. So like people got faded on the way there, didn't make it to the fight. Wow. It's just man, Fillmore, the support system from Fillmore, like if people find out you're trying to do something a different, you're trying to come out the community, they will back you up. right? But I,
0: but I also think that you and Froggy are exceptional people too. So I, I think part of it's that too. I don't think that if you guys were just some, you know, cocky pricks that just happened to grow up there and be great athletes and went on to do that, that, th- that you would get the same amount of support. Certainly you'd get some support. But I think what you guys put into community and, and the people that you are is part of the reason why people will really come out and, and support like that, too.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. And that that, that just goes back to the way I was raised, you know? Right. I'm always told to be uh, respectful and um, kind, regardless of, you know, situations. You know, even if somebody tries to, Come at me with some friction. I'm. I'm probably not going to match their energy. I'm just for gonna, sure.
2: Uh, yeah, i yeah. okay. calm, calm.
0: You could even ask Mark, man. I might be fat, out of shape, and not <laughs> fighting nobody. But I rep I. I uh, uh, what do you call it? I. Uh, I identify as West Coast MMA. Right. That's the team right there, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yep. Real
0: man. I, it's so funny, man. Like, the Spar Star events that I worked, which I, Spar Star is actually where I first met Mark, too, by the way. I called, I did the commentary yeah, that's my first fight there. on his fight. Right. And I was like, oh, there's a dude from Oxnard. I don't even know. Yeah. Right now, the boxner at the time.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, because, you know, I got a late start. Um, You know, like it, my brother at the time, you know, they were already, you know, they're in Texas. That's where my brother and, and a lot of my family are right now. So they're getting, you know, they're out there. Uh, shout out to Four Ounce. That's where, you know, a lot of my brother and his teammates, which are like my sister Jim when I'm there, um, you know, that's Daniel Pitt Pineda. That's, uh, you know, the Black Beast. And, you know, they have a lot of uh, dudes out there. So, I was lucky at, at the time when I went there to, you know, I was barely in my in my mid 30s, so then I picked up MMA really late. I was never, I wasn't in for no sports, so I don't have injuries. I, I just chilled. I was a very chill, dude. But when I went to Texas, I I picked that up from them because you know my brother was already on his way to UFC, was already doing a lot, um, you know, with Legacy and just different stuff out there. So I kind of picked it up with them for a little bit, and it was like start on level two. So I actually got thrown into this MMA thing like pretty quick. When I came back here, it, you know, I didn't really know much about what MMA classes and schools were here. So I just went to boxing because, of course, boxing has always been here. I've been doing that since I was young. Um So I picked that boxing thing up here but when I came back home and just learned to mix that with the MMA. And I've been to all different schools you know i went to west coast for a little bit and got to meet a bunch of great people over there i've been to boss rooting school i've been all over i was at ko gym for a long time but i you know i ended up finding my niche at progressive which was through ko boxing gym um you know that they closed down but what do you guys think about cross training as far as mma
1: um, cross training, like going to other gyms and stuff. Yeah,
2: like you know, yeah. getting what you need. The reason I ask you guys this is because it's like the biggest thing I, I go around finding at different gyms. Like some gyms, they think it's a big, it's a good thing that they do, and then there's other gyms who shun it. They like, no, don't cross train. It's just us. It's our circle. It's what we do.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think cross training is important. Cross training is important. You got to have like a good. Um, not, not only do do you get good experience out of it, right? Um, but like, uh, it's just um, then having that like rapport, like it's right. kind of you know it's beneficial for for your gym and the industry right. you know especially like as far as that goes because um, then you know you get like people dropping in it's kind of like a like a chill vibe. Do you want to let everybody in and cross train? Probably not. Like, what is that guy in the UFC right now, Ian Gary? If, right. Like, if he comes through or um um.
0: Him and his wife and her husband, and his girlfriend. (laughs) uh,
1: Nah, you're good, bro. There's another guy down the street. Uh, We got luchadores next door, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my take on that stuff, right? Because we've we used to train with bosses over here for a bit, and then um, you know, uh, frogs still. He he still keeps uh, the connection open with um he goes down in San Diego right often you know that that's where we get the the high le- extra high level over yeah. there that was yeah so when was... I go to
2: Texas that's what I, I get my high level Mike what do you think about as far as that situation with yeah cross I training?
3: mean I I, th- I think cross training is excellent like you want to get different looks you right. want to be around like if you're coming from a small gym you want to get that work with guys that are. Big squads that are at that pro level because they carry themselves differently. Right, it's a class full of, full of twenty pro fighters where like you know you're from a small gym there might be a few, you know two three four five you know and then right. they're spread out through weight classes so you want to get you want to get that work I think it's it's about having a balance because uh, you know I've thought about it uh, about about it too like you know different. What what's what's the recipe for for success? Mm. And and people go to big gyms. They don't get the attention because they're at a huge gym. And unless they already came with a name, like they're not gonna get that attention unless something you know crazy happens. They get you know the the coach sees them. But they got like a hundred other pro fighters. You know fighting, fighting there, wanting that spotlight. Like you know. Yeah. And then what? Where when you're at a small gym. You're getting the attention. You're one of the main fighters. You get that, that work. But at the same time, it's like, what kind of pool are you at when you're doing that live work, when you're getting that sparring in? Right. So you want to do it. for, for and, and it does wonders for your confidence. I mean, Frog's cross-trained. I've cross-trained. And, and you come back, you know, more confident when, when you do it. You know, Turtles, Turtle cross-trained. Last time we were in uh, Florida. You yeah, know?
1: I went over there to Kill Cliff. That oh that yeah. was super fun. <laughs> nice. Talk about, like...
0: That's going to be a trip, though, to be training someplace just completely across the country, doing something that's so familiar to you, but just with a completely different group of people somewhere far away. The
1: worst part is just the drive back to the hotel, because, like, you're hyped up on the way there. Oh, the training yeah. session is awesome. And then, like, mid-drive, you get that adrenaline dump. You're like,
0: ooh. It's bad.
2: Ooh, ooh, yeah. Oh, it's bad. Ooh. Hey, I, I remember every time after every, like, hard training session somewhere else, Texas, anywhere I went when adrenaline dump came, I, I would get like sick. I would catch a cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bones would hurt. But my my toe feels like it's broke. Which I never even remember using it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't understand why is this hurting
0: it. You could break your it, toe it never, just being old, though. That's something that could just it, happen now. It, <laughs> Sorry, man. I had a broken <laughs> foot, and my uh, my doctor told me I had a broken foot, and I was like, I didn't. I didn't break my foot. Right. She's like you don't have to. Your foot <laughs> just breaks sometimes. I, I noticed. I noticed in
2: talking with both of you guys, like you're. Um, you 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 guys are high level as far as how, who you guys are as people as you know as individuals um you guys very much in touch with you know like your 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 MMA you're in touch with your your life outside of MMA um as far as fighting right now where is that for you guys both so i'd ask you mike and then i want you to ask ask that same question to you, turtle
3: yeah uh, i'm still climbing man i'm i'm putting in that work day right. to day uh, being as consistent as as I possibly can and to, and not just to be consistent but strive for for better you know every day get you know they say one percent better just incremental incremental elevation you know to get to that higher level okay. uh I had an opportunity that fell through uh in december and i'm and and you know i'm I'm hungry to fight like and then now I'm hearing that my fight won't be till. Till late March, so oh wow. you know now now my hunger is getting you know pushed back you know uh. like, so like it's longer that I, that I can eat and you know I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the future like I'm I'm getting better and I don't think I've like been such a cerebral fighter as I am now I think like when I first started doing mma and the possibilities were like endless and every day you're learning something different familiar and stuff that's what i feel like i'm doing now i'm like kind of changing my focuses on day to day you know with this this fighting business it's 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 rough it's wild there's a lot of times where you just want to pack it in and, and and just you know call it a day because things aren't lining up for you things fall through uh, people get hurt. They're just there's so many things that can happen in this sport mm. that is is hard. You know, not just not just um physically, but mentally, financially, emotionally. So it it's it's been been rough, but I'm I'm staying the course, and you know the, these opportunities are coming. I'm getting better, and uh, you know that makes me more confident. The fact that I'm still here because I try to put myself in or try to think like how it would be for other people to be in my shoes and have the career that I've had This like up and down and I remember one of my last like uh, fights that the commentator said something about like inconsistency with, with winning and and then you know like at the time and you know a little afterwards I was like like angry because you know or like upset and I, I took that as a challenge like what well, you think I'm inconsistent like because I want to be like I'm not mm-hmm. training hard I'm not disciplined but uh I've also you know overcome that and 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 been like man i, I have to I have to keep working working on myself and stay in, and stay the course and I realized that other people in my shoes would have bailed out a long It'll time foldy, ago you know so the fact that I'm still here says a lot and and i'm you know I'm getting better the opportunities are lighting up lining up my competitions al always i don't think i've I've ever had a fight where I'm the favorite. I'm Dang. always an underdog. Like you know, every fight I've won, yeah, I'm I'm an underdog. Every fight I've I've lost, I was it, it should have gone that way. I remember so. you
0: had like a you had like a pretty bad hand injury at one point. And you were, like, kind of – because that's when the kids were training with Nick DeLee over there. Do you yeah. remember that? It was a few
3: – how many times ago? so many injuries since then. Well, that hand was, like, well, a, is it normal? A, like, oh, yeah. So I was, like, like it's happened to me. I can yeah. see it happening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, as a normal person, I could see, like, you were, like, kind of – you were having to completely adjust what you were doing. I could tell that you felt like you were being – um like you were you were you had an obstacle in front of you, but it wasn't like it was crushing you, but I could tell that it bothered you a little bit. Yeah. But you but and it was one of those things where I would watch you like I mean, there was a quite it was a few weeks where you were, you know, kind of like coming out of it and I just remember thinking so so many people that I know would have just stopped and not been like okay i'm gonna keep fighting they'd be like okay i gotta make sure that i'm gonna survive this thing and blah 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 but you were like okay it's gonna take this long to do this and you were being really disciplined about not overdoing it and things like that and i just thought that's a mentality that i can't have because because if, if i started feeling just like a little bit then i'd be trying to do way too much and right and that's a that's a big disciplinary issue so
3: well, it's not i mean it is but it's also through trial and error because i have i've gotten hurt so many times, like I said like there's so and you think you're good and then you end up getting worse mm-hmm. off you're worse off than you initially started, so you know it's like like i back to the security thing like all this like it, the this common thing is is about discipline it's about having having discipline I feel like now I have that discipline in my career and and I'm seeing things differently, I'm working on different different aspects of the fight game i'm getting you know like i said more cerebral with with how i'm doing things with with setups and and i'm constantly growing so and, and at a rate that i feel i have not allowed myself to because i think i've hindered myself with like you know uh self-doubt and, and right. stuff and, and right now like like i said that i look at all the adversity not as where i normally i would look at it as like reasons why i'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna succeed, and now I'm using them to like, oh, this is the reason why I I, I can't fail, mm. because I've overcome this, I've overcome that. So like, just that mentality, and and you know, it's it's reflected on every aspect of life. People make it because they they don't they don't doubt for a second. Some people like, regardless of their life circumstances, there's people that are freaking live in their cars, and then they make it, and then they're in yeah. you know, luxury cars. Yeah. You know, so like, that's that's. What, where i would sum up you know like where i am in my career right now i love, you, I bro.
2: I love that i was a you know and, really good
0: and i know you draw a lot of motivation from the kids and that's a like a hard thing to do like with with my with the kids when i'm away from them it's really hard and so to be able to go okay i'm here but i'm doing this you know for my kid this is this is what i'm here for i'm you know and being able because. For me, physically being away from them is very difficult. And I know it's got to be for every dad because you're a protector. You're a natural protector or you wouldn't be doing all the things you're doing. So yeah. have you gotten used to that at all of it to when you have to be away and things? Or is that still pretty tough?
3: I mean, I got great people around me to keep an eye on my family. But, um, you know, I have great connections. But at the same time, I'm leaving my family, and yeah. you know, it's fucking it's it's expensive to live out here in California. Sure. So I don't live in like the greatest. I'm, I'm an <laughs> up-and-coming fighter. I don't live in the greatest area. So like I, I'm weary of that, you know, and 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 I have to be aware of that and cautious of that, and and you know, not not shy away from from that fact. So um, you know, that does weigh on on, on my head, my child's, my children's safety, my my, my lady's safety when when i'm away but like you said like i'm doing it for them i'm i right i'm you know i'm sacrificing for them as much as as fighting is is fun and it's my passion and you know i do get paid to do it like that money is going th- to them i'm investing it in in our family so you know they, they're not going to understand that you know for a long time they're going to see dad's not there um and and I'm gonna explain to them why and you know they're not gonna fully understand you know but but eventually they're gonna see yeah. you know that I'm sacrificing and it is hard you know being a being a father now I'm realizing like all the like all the responsibilities I didn't have before mm-hmm. like oh, I was able to do this and that when I wanted and now I'm like tied down don't okay. <laughs> don't get no idea, it's so no. <laughs> 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 no, no, warning warning yeah. yeah so it's 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 difficult. It, I'm not to say That it's not rewarding Because it's like The most rewarding feeling In the world To to father children To have children right. uh, But it's, it's definitely hard And when you're balancing uh, Work And you're balancing A career Aspirations You know and You're investing time And energy Somewhere Somewhere else Besides the job That you're at And then you gotta Find time for family And then your own sanity Like you know Tom we were talking About this before Before we started It's 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 a hard balance to have. Damn, man. Yeah.
2: That's, that's that's a real talk, man. Real talk. Now how do you so how do you how how is it for you, Turtle? Uh,
1: for me, as far as like the the whole MMA thing, uh I'm still, you know, part of the community, part of the gym, okay. um not competing, really not really too much of a focus on competing right now. Right. I've had some opportunities come my way, um, you know, some good opportunities and then more more importantly, I've had some nice opportunities fall through, you know, on, on it's usually on the other end. Um, so that kind of broke my heart a little bit. But, I mean, once I saw, like, kind of, like, well, me continuing contri- to contribute at the gym and contribute to the guys, like, I, I don't mind it, you know? Right. Right. Um, Definitely want to stay active in the jujitsu scene. Mm-hmm. I, I love jujitsu, man. I, I love it. I wanna. I still want to go do an ADCC, um, but uh, I'm I'm on the sideline right now. I just like completely popped my ACL off like um, oh. like three and a half months ago. But like I don't know. I've been like been uh, okay. I, yeah, I got some good therapy going. Uh, recovered pretty good. Like I was only on crutches for like ten days, I think. Wow. And he's a beast. Yeah. And yeah. then when, when I went into like therapy and then when I went in for my reviews and stuff, they're like, uh, well, we thought you were gonna need surgery, uh, Mr. Strata. Like, uh, you're uh you're a freak of nature. Wow, bro. Yeah, you're like I take care of myself. Yeah, I take care of myself. <laughs> you know, it's, and that's what comes with uh like the trials and errors of the of the MMA world, you know. Right so much uh so much stuff going on there that's where like he says you learn about injuries about taking care of yourself learn about nutrition learn about uh strength and conditioning right so i kind of just applied all that and uh yeah I'm out here walking around just fine i'm in the gym uh right i'm keeping it easy i don't want to do anything too crazy nope. i don't don't want to go too hard on it or anything like that but for right now just keeping it mallow and going through the recovery process and see when I can get back into at least go do a competition for jujitsu. Yeah. But for MMA, I'm, I'm kind of just ba- backed off on it and, uh, um, just trying to help out the guys make sure yeah. make, I'd rather like you, you, I like could it's, it's a reoccurring thing with me. I'm always trying to make sure the squad eats. That's dope. Bro. And, uh,
0: like, you have like a coaching gene too oh, for, There's yeah. you, that you present as kind of as a coaching, like an, like an advisory type.
1: Yeah. And like, I mean, It's kind of like that's kind of what I picked up on in myself and in kind of focusing more on work. I was like, man, if I can continue to develop myself and then now I'm I'm right there where I wanted to be. So I got to I got to go back to my uh, go back to my task board and like what's my next level up? Because now I'm in a position where I can help guys that that were in my position out. So that way they don't get stuck in those ruts. They don't they don't lose time as they're coming up up the ladder. Now it's like, all right. Boom! I need some money. Oh, I heard about this guy in a podcast. He's hiring athletes. Yeah, so I'm right here. That's yeah. me. That's that. That's, co- that's that coaching
0: gene, man. Yeah, for that's
2: sure. That coaching now, you gene. know, it, it. You know, a lot of times it takes a. It takes a village, they say. So, a lot of times, you know, it, everyone has to come together to make something work. Sometimes, um, and it's hard. Just like we were talking about with both the guys, it. You know, you're not always gonna get received by you know it could be your friends family your peers your your city may not even back you but you know at the end of the day it's up to you and you just keep pushing you know just keep pushing and doing what you're doing just keep keep your motion and in the end you'll get uh you'll 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 feel satisfied um if you did everything that you wanted to do in this life that you're in you know no matter what you know knocks you down and like um Visiting both of you guys is like fight histories and just going through a lot of stuff because I, I wanted the, this interview today to be like n- Not just willy-nilly, you know, just asking you guys whatever No, I feel like today this conversation you guys got a, a lot of like important information for people in general fighters Yes, a lot of knowledge for them, but just about how people should conduct theirself in, in this world that we're in You guys both touched on that a lot and hopefully our listeners get that from from two two men, you know, what I mean, who are 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 well enough fighters who can kick the shit out of you, but at the same time, it looks like you'd get more knowledge from them than you'd get ass kicking. Yeah. And we
0: also only scratched the surface. So hopefully we'll be that's back it. here next oh, week we, talking to him more. <laughs> sure. yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Up for it. Believe yeah. it or not, we've been talking for almost an hour already. You can believe that. Yeah. That's yeah. good stuff, brother. Good stuff. So I wanted to ask you about the, uh, did you see the big boxing announcement with, uh, Jorge Masvidal? He's going to uh, take on Mr. Diaz. What do you think about that?
2: Ah Man, you know what, man, I got love for both those guys at the end of the day. Um, Masvidal's boxing is different from the Diaz brothers. Um, Diaz brothers have a dirty boxing style, um, you know. It's a
0: funky style. So
2: at the end of the day, um, now that I know a lot about the politics of fights, you know, I see it all the time. It's a cash grab for them both. Um, I doubt that either of them was going to get hurt or even wants to hurt each other. They probably are sitting at the table like, bro, let's get this money. (laughs) Um. Yeah, <laughs> so that's,
1: that's how I feel about that. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know. That, that's
0: that's how I see
2: it.
1: Does
0: it feel like Boxing's, boxing's kind of turned into that since the McGregor and uh, Mayweather thing, kind of.
1: I mean, they they made a lot of loot with that. So I mean, if it works. Like, yeah. It's by it? It's
2: now. It's now part of uh, sports. Now you know it doesn't matter what sport you know. It's in. It's in boxing. It's in MMA. Yeah. It's everywhere. And if if you look at it in a different way, is um. All this stuff is a show at the end of the day. Yes, we're fighting, just like with wrestling. I mean, we were having a talk not too long ago, wrestling, about it being real or not real. Well, I mean, it's scripted. But at the end of the day, they're athletes and they are getting hurt. And if you were to tell a wrestler, oh, is it real? He'd fucking choke slam you on the ground and be like, is that real? Like, How yeah, does it feel? Yeah. Well, you wrestlers know.
0: have to go do that night after night because they're going to have to sure. do that same show in, you know, Chico that they did in Sacramento the night before, that they did in Fresno the night before, that they did in Oxnard the night before. Like, that, sure. like it's like, it's sure. like a like it's get and And it's the same way MMA, do that. I
2: feel, nowadays, too. It's like... You go watch MMA fights. You got a bunch of people around you. They're yelling about what they would do, how you should do. And these are people who don't step foot in a gym at all. Really, they don't do. But yeah. you have all of the answers of what MMA guys should be doing. I, it annoys me sometimes because it's bet. You know, I like to just say, get in there and show me what you would do if if you knew. Oh no, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, I bet. You know, that's how I, you know, I see it sometimes. I'll show games.
3: you on the New Year game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me take you to my domain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, take my yeah. cloud. I'll take you to my
2: world. I'll take you to my world of the video yeah. game. Yeah, why don't well, you coach like, me one on
3: one? Coach me one on one. Show yeah. me how that works afterwards. That's funny. I, I think that's funny how people like it's you the know, think they of know. The
1: sports entertainment. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. But if it wasn't for those people, we would not get any money because you need those you know. fanatics. You need those people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> right. to, t- to talk about you. It's like like you know, I, uh, celebrities say like, I don't care what the narrative is, what they're talking. If they're talking bad about me, if they're talking good about me. As long as they're talking, yeah, I'm getting money. And true. you know, that's as entertainers like you know it's it's, it's a downfall of the, the sport i i in some ways i think but at the same time as as an entertainment business cuz it's a sport and it's entertainment sports entertainment right. mm-hmm. so you got to have the sport the competitiveness and and you know the authenticity of it and then you have to have the the entertainment where it's where this has to happen this way it has to get these ratings and stuff and you know, you may not always get that by having the two best people in the world fight each other. You you have to have the best person in the world fight the most popular person, who knows how to fight very well. Okay. Also, fight for the best in the world because you know you, that one person's supposed to win. But the, if this person wins, the world's social media is gonna blow mm-hmm. up, and, and that's yeah. what we're seeing now. Like you know, the, the the Paul brothers, they know they know what they're doing. They're yeah. investing their money wisely. They're, right they're investing their time wisely they're getting it they're getting it down and they're taking the opportunity for yeah you know for all it's worth but they wouldn't get that opportunity if they were they weren't who they were Mm -hmm. wanting to fight and and work their way up from the bottom to the top would they be where they are right now would they be getting those pay-per-views would they even be in uh, fighting for those promotions or would they be fighting you know smoker fights Uh, yeah that's crazy it's it's yeah, we're
2: in a we're in a time, day and age where people are talking themselves into what they want um you know my cousin he does that a lot my brother my cousin Kevin Holland he like my cousin's wild he just he'll do a fight he'll 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 he can lose a fight he don't give a damn he's talking the next but I week. feel
1: like he has a really good understanding of the game you know Yes. Like yeah. he's he's training he's a good fighter. And he's doing what he has to do to get paid. Right. So he's like feeding both sides of it. What's damn,
2: your- you you nailed it. That's sure. what he's good yeah. at. My cousin's like, I, I don't give a damn about all that shit. He's like, I know what I'm doing to, you know, feed my family. But at the same time, I know how to stay active. Even if I lost a fight last, like last month, mm-hmm. they'll still put me on this next month's card. Because yeah. he, he, they're, they're just looking at this guy can feel seat still. People still want to see him. He's so, so
3: entertaining. And he fights crime. Yeah. And he fights crime. I'm like, that's where he get awesome. Yeah. All these things he is. He, he fights, fights crime, bro. That's crying, fucking yeah. crazy. And if you that's if you so ever met my
2: cousin, he's like, really, like, uh he's like that. You know, it's kind of hard to walk up to him and talk. He's very, he's not really, like... You know, doesn't really talk to people. You can't just run up on. Them, oh, hey, oh, Kevin Holland. Yeah. He he may think that you're trying to you know get frisky, and next thing you know, he he's taking you down or doing something. So, yeah. <laughs> he's like that. He's very like, oh, stay over there, stay. I mean, he he's that way towards everyone. Family, you don't anybody.
0: You don't want to accidentally piss off a guy who can knock out Jockery from his butt.
2: No, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> you got to remember, remember he's sitting down yeah. with his back against the cage. Yeah. yeah, that's how you get it, and that's why you know a lot with the security thing you, with you too. I'm sure that people, that's is something I've always learned in fighting. When you know that you have it, it comes out of you. Like, it just exudes, and people, like, could smell it or see it. And that's a really dope thing for you, too, because in security, as soon as you guys walk up to somebody and tell them they need to chill, they have a uh, their stances either tell you, like, shut up, punk, fuck you, whatever they want to say. But I'm sure they smell the pheromone. That pheromone comes off us fighters like, bro, I don't even, You don't, you probably don't want it to go. Any further than this
1: Yeah that's a big thing A lot of people don't Really even understand That that whole There's a whole different Like you said The pheromones That's the real term for it Is people yep. uh In a layman's term They'll call it the vibe Yeah You know there's like A whole vibe or Yeah a, the, the way you present yourself But no It's a, it's a pheromone
2: man. Yeah it a comes off of you You can smell that, you it You can like, A fighter lets it off And you know That that's what he does And you Hopefully you catch a whiff Before it, <laughs> you get You have to find out That that's what they do
3: yeah, that's, that's what, what, like security, half of your job is already done when you show up. It's just to yeah. be there. Yeah. It's just to just be the there. Presence. Just Just to have that presence. That's hard. So uh, th- imagine a fighter. Like they're present. They make their presence known. Yeah. And they're confident. They're not trying to shy away. They're not trying to hide. They're not trying to do the bare minimum. Like if they're there to work, they're there to work. Why are they going to waste their time? They're active right. people. They got too much shit on their on their hands to just sit, slouch and be lazy. That's right. So they're out there, and you know confrontation comes, and they're and they're ready for it. They're they're caught, They keep a, they're even keeled. They know how to speak to people in a in a low tone and how to reason with people. And when people are, are get at an eleven, as they say, like they know how to keep it at six. Yeah. They're Like hey hey dude, like you, you really don't want this. And the, and you know once that person crosses the line there's no there's no one two three four we go from one to, we go from zero to ten yeah you know? or, or or from that six that were by speaking with them verbally yeah we physically get to a, a, a yeah full, from six to level. ten yeah is i'm physically we bridge we bridge that gap and and um i think people recognize that you know like i was said my, my first security my first time i worked security with Turtle, like, this dude was trying to, was going to fight his girlfriend, his gr- and this guy was, like, 6'4", yo, dude. Like, guy, guy was, like, 6'4", like, two over 250, big old guy. And then his girlfriend was, was little, a little petite thing. And he was, like, looking at her, talking to her, and his whole, like, body language was, like, I'm fucked up, and I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm in no control of myself, and I might beat the shit out of you and so i was i was like okay this is my first confrontation let's see let's see how this goes and i'm assigned like to and this is happening like in a walkway so like where i was my post was to make sure that walkway was clear Mm -hmm. and it's new year's eve the the whole place is you know everybody shoulder to shoulder so like to keep that walkway i'm constantly like hey can you get to the side can you get to the side so i'm right i'm right there and i told him like hey dude you, you can't be talking to her like that and then he just looks at me crazy and and then i look back at him like, <laughs> like you know look i'm looking up at him you know right. he's like you know he's like eight inches taller than me so like or or more you know i'm not gonna do the math right now but <sighs> i'm looking up at him and i'm just you know de- eyes locked in on him he like okay turns around and then he turns back around to his girlfriend and talks to her and he said, you know says I'm gonna beat the, I'm gonna beat your ass. And I told him, alright bro, you can't get out of here. You have two options. Either you could leave on your own or and you know I, I didn't even think about what I was gonna say. I told him you got two options. You could leave on your own or we're gonna escort you out. And I started flashing my light to call called the other guards. Guy just came at me, came up to my face, looked at me and I'm like, you know, I'm giving like all right yep. do what you gotta do. And he just turned around and walked away. And, and by the time the guards got to, what's going on? I'm like, oh, that dude was uh, was on his way out. So you know, I might Damn, I might okay. need to help. So you know, like that the pheromones, and, you know, the deep. way the way you present yourself and and how you hold yourself in the, in these and uh, these high pressure situations, like you know, people see that. And yeah. that's that's why you know we, we are in the positions that we're at and why we want to get other you know people that that share that same kind of mentality and that demeanor and and those those uh high standards and morals that they have you know about self-respect how to carry yourself how to be respectful how to you know talk to people like their people because then you get your guards that like treat you like shit because they have to punk you and they have to get you to follow the rules you know there's the ones that don't do nothing and there's the ones that like do too much. Do too right. much. You're like, yeah. Hey, relax. Damn. Relax. You're just security.
0: They're acting like they went through boot camp to yeah. get here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah we seen those before. So yeah. you guys, you know, with that, with, with with that being said, that is letting a lot of people out there. Like they said, they said athletes, not just fighters. Anybody's athlete who Basketball, has that mentality. Football player.
0: Boom. You know, and by the way, if you haven't, female, you can find endless videos on like Reddit of where where there's a drunk. Deciding to square up against a bouncer or a security guy. Security's like, look, man, trust me, you don't wanna do this. You don't let you don't let Dude just just go get in your car. You're going to embarrass yourself in front of your girl. And then he touches him Especially and gets his ass knocked out all over happen. for the world to see. And you can believe it'll happen
2: if a few steps. Any like Viper security. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, right. you bet, like I'm trying I'm telling you now if you see them down there know what type of business it is. It's professional but you don't you that's not the smoke you want
0: so one more time how do we get a hold of viper security yep
2: shout out uh,
1: shout out viper security yes yep. sir uh, you can get a hold of me at viper security inc.com
0: okay um,
1: that's the website right there you can uh you can send me a message um you can send me a, an email you can send me your resume right there if you need help or you need um you know, further details on what what do you need to get to to get going on, on this industry in this field? Um, yeah, just message me on the link right there. I'll get right back to you. Um, Yo. We also have the uh, phone line. You can contact me at the Viper uh, Security Inc. phone line at 4440758 Nice. Sounds nice. good. I'm gonna have to get
0: Viper to do the uh, when we do the the collectors expo again. For sure. Got to oh, do that man. for sure,
2: Definitely. Mr. Mike. How can we get a hold of you, brother? You're still in the world, so you know. You know, everybody knows what time it is with you, bro. Yeah, give us all your social. I'm sure you info.
3: fired that off quick, bro. No, I'm don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you like you didn't even look down at your phone. I'm <laughs> you like I might even have to look up my own phone number. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <I'm like, laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, it's. At Michael Reyes one two five on Instagram. Dope. Michael Reyes on Facebook and uh, at Michael Reyes one two five on on Twitter as well. Dope. uh You know if if y'all listening want to catch my fights or know what I'm about. I mean I got plenty of uh, footage and stuff on on YouTube, uh, interviews, fights. You know. And then um, I'm continu- like I said I'm continuing the, my my pursuit of greatness and I'm fighting for a promotion called Combate Global. And my next fight should be uh, around the end, mid to the end of March. And you know, uh, big shout out to Combate for for continuing to uh, have me fight for their promotion and you know the opportunities that they've given me. And you know, big big thanks to to the gyms that I train at. You know, they're they're the reason why I'm here. You know, and and, and what gyms currently my- have, yeah, shout them out. Yeah, West Coast uh, Academy here in Oxnard, California, right and Knuckleheads Boxing and MMA. There hey, you go, baby. You know, yeah. so big shout out to them. Big shout out to all my all my sponsors, Skunk Masters and Viper, being being um. among the top sponsors. Lowell Farms, um, uh, <laughs> Lowell uh, Farms, Calif- California Tires and Wheels. You know, Layright, uh, Pomade, They've been you know keep, yeah. keeping me keeping me geared up with Pomade. I don't have my mustache up right now, but you know when I do. Uh it's it's because of them. I didn't even notice that. That's so funny. Was yeah, notice Yeah. That. no, and then Vitacon construction, you know, uh Magdiel uh is, is my point of contact for that and, and you know they've they've been sponsoring me. So, you know, big spot outs uh shout outs to my sponsors, you know, big shout outs to to my lady for the the doing that does the nutrition and helps me with all the things that I, you know, um, I'm not able to do it, Especially right. when I'm in camp Like she takes over The workload of the kids You yeah, well, I gotta put that pressure on me yeah. yeah. I, gotta, I, gotta <laughs> on uh, I ah. When I get uh, home, yeah. home. Yeah. I didn't hear I my actually, name I, one more I know yeah, yeah, right, 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 damn. Right. damn I did screw you over huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, yeah, I was like okay After you're done turn, uh, you Since you didn't mention your lady uh, I want to mention my lady Thank <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: wrote a poem to Yeah right. I wrote a poem
3: to <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Girl go Uh, check behind the fridge I left your surprise (laughs) Oh shit You guys (laughs) know I love it dude (laughs) What what about you Turtle You got some more uh, Uh, Social media stuff
1: uh, Yeah I'm Turt Powers On Instagram uh can always check me out right there Dope. um i got a lot of my old little fight pictures i got some videos on there if uh the, the, if you need to see what, what the turts got in the bag yep. um nice. also uh my brother uh, that's another guy we got to get on here next time i after. love froggy for sure dude yeah we got to bring froggy out uh shout out to that that dude right there um he's he's trying to get something up on the board for uh to start his like a uh, fight year you know get his fight year going he's been busy coaching uh, low key, he's been helping out a lot of the amateurs coming out of West Coast right now. Good. So, and
3: he you know, was helping me a lot for the the fight I was gonna have in December. So, yeah. he would big shout out to him for for helping. Because you know, if he's not if he's cool. not training, if he's not training to fight himself, he's there helping somebody get ready. When Damn. I was
0: when I was over there with the kids for the time it was, I mean, it was probably a couple of months, few months or whatever. Froggy was always working he was always either training training somebody else or cleaning something or he was so i was just like dude this guy's heart is in this gym like this he loves this gym this gym is his family
1: he's on beast mode right now that guy like truth be told he's he's on beast mode right now uh he's freaking solid he's good i think i think you know taking that little time off from competing and um you know kind of focusing on things around him. It yeah. gave him that little little he elevated himself mentally a yes, little bit. Yes, that happened. Nice. And uh yeah, you know I'm proud of him for that. I, I can't wait to see him fight honestly. Yeah. But um yeah like Mike was saying I got I got this one I have to look down for right here. Um West Coast, uh shout out West Coast Jiu Jitsu. You know that's the home right there. That's right. the fam. Uh that's where we you know that's where we grew up. That's where we grew up uh in the in the fight game and that's a two nine four five Los Olivos. Uh, suite One Hundred One. It's in Oxnard, just right there behind Costco. Mm-hmm. Nice, good sized building.
0: Coach B uh, yeah. over there.
1: Yup. If you need to call them, the number is 805-604-0944. And man, you you've been there. You you see the you've seen how it is in there. They got good mat space. They got bag space. A bunch of weights. And you know it's it's chill in there. It's a cool it's a cool uh, good time. A lot of I I favorite thing, man. I love the people that come in right there. Right there's a you got like like college instructors you got lawyers you got military you got law enforcement teachers um uh, other yeah you just got a little bit of everybody in there man and and the vibe is always nice
0: speaking of law enforcement shout out to gaio and his gig out there with oxnard and all that so proud of that dude
1: yeah i know i'm proud of that guy right there he's definitely he's out there doing it
0: Yeah, yeah he is What about you, Mark? What do you got going on, Mr. Menace? Man,
2: you know the Menace, man. I always got... Besides a brand new gym. I be having all kinds of stuff in the works, but... I got to
0: visit the gym. We didn't even mention that yet.
2: You know, like right now, um, you know, Ken Rose shot out. He, you know, he's been on with his life. You know, he, you know, 26 years, he he just wants to go, you know, do the rest of, uh, you know, living his life. And, uh, you know, the gym was going to close down. um, And, you know, I was able to, you know, come in like... Of course, Dennis Chapman and and, and my coach um, uh, at Progressive Martial Arts, um, Ben Clancy, you know, they all just came together. And, you know, I was talking earlier with Mikey and we were talking about the, the smokers and that played a major part in, you know, my first fights that I ever had were at those smokers at Ken Rose. And then I was able to go on later and fight for Sparstar and other promotions and that it's important it's like a a legacy there and so you know it was like one of those things where just like let's keep the doors open if we can so uh you know lord willing it was able to keep the doors open and we're able to just keep you know it, it keep the community coming in so you know that this week was our first you know tonight will actually be my first class um that i'll i'll have with the doors open um of course progressive martial arts is still in ventura on main street um you know still there I'll still be in the house you know helping out the fighters that you know we have there as well um I got the I got boxing matches coming up 360 promotions so it's going to be a busy month I mean it's going to be a busy year because th- we got boxing matches that come there are start at the Commerce Casino uh February Chumash uh March uh, sc- Madison Square Garden so it's like
0: <laughs> and my fight shop west coast is going to be set up at the yeah, good lord willing a, yeah it's going to be set so, up over at sparstar so, next so I, week
2: you know i have my i have my fight shop um, which you know of course you know i have all of the fight gear you know boxing gloves mitts and headgear and mouthpieces and all that all the good shit that you know when fighters want to look good they go out there so of course it's a store that my brother started in texas i brought it here Um, I don't have like a mortar store yet right now. So I'm just doing my pop ups. But yeah, we'll be in the house over at Spar Star uh, on the 20th. um, Having a good time. So yeah, you know, shout out to all my people, you know, you know, from both of the the gyms. Uh, Anybody, if you need anything as far as fight equipment, fight gear, fight anything, you know, holler at your boy, my fight shop West Coast on IG.
0: And if you want to get into a fight with somebody at a comedy show, my shows are starting back up in Santa Paula coming up right here on the 19th at the beautiful Santa Paula Airport. So check out giggleslive.com for the details on that. Brian Kellen, who uh, he tours with George Lopez and done a lot of TV stuff. He's going to be our headliner. Really great show. Lined up for you on that, so I want to thank you guys so much. I hope we do this again very, very soon. Thank yeah,
3: thank you, guys
0: Turtle Estrada, yeah. Mikey Reyes. Like, dude, I love these guys. Nah, I'm I've, so trust happy. Me. To be one, of our,
2: here one of our, right one now. of our, our, <laughs> our really best uh, interviews with two very, very high class gentlemen. So that was dope.
0: Yep. So be sure to follow these fellows in their career, and we'll be sure to, you know, share as much of their stuff as we possibly can. And uh, and you, man, thank you so much as always, my brother, for doing dope. the walkout. And thank you for listening to the walkout.